Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Recording in progress. Mm, Recording in progress. Um, Thank God. All right. By now, everybody has seen the photos that I put up of you and me, you laying in the hospital bed. It's not a joke. I've been like so stressed out. Look at me. I look so old. I did a TV shoot yesterday and they took the pictures and I was so old. The wrinkles were so deep because of you. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. So... Obviously, people are very concerned. They want to know. I mean, Schman. Not everyone who listens to your podcast checks your social media. So do you want to give them? Yes, I'll set up and give them context. Okay. So five, a week ago, we were, all right, let's even back up before that. All right, let's give, let's give this whole thing context and back up before that. First of all, and I think that my listeners are going to be on my side finally, because they usually defend Schman. But I'm going to say two weeks ago, three weeks ago, you came to me and you said, I don't want you to be alarmed. 
Um, but I, I'm wearing this heart monitor because I've been having these heart flutters. I called a cardiologist. I went to see a cardiologist, and they, they've put on what was it called? It's I, I don't recall what it was, but it was a a monitor to track the heart rate to better identify what the issue might be. It's basically like a, like an EKG that a wearable EKG that you press every time you're having an episode so it could record what your heart was doing. And what was happening to you? Describe what was happening so to you. So about three weeks ago, I noticed that I was my heart would flutter and I would feel like a rumble in my heart and then it would usually subside within a couple seconds. So it would, it would rapidly beat and then it would settle down. Um, and did it feel like you couldn't catch your breath or your no. chest was tight or your arm ached? It no. didn't feel like a heart attack. It just felt like this like flutter. Like a rapid heartbeat. Oh, so rapid heartbeat. so it would it would flutter for a few seconds. And then there were a few occasions where as it would flutter, uh, I would become lightheaded. Okay. So after a couple of days, I booked a, I made an appointment with a cardiologist, went to go see the cardiologist. He affixed me with this monitor. That was, you know, a week into the, the episode starting. Yeah, I know. You came out. And by the way, there was mistake number one. You went to the car. Can I just ask you, by the way, I don't want to give you too hard of a time because obviously you're, you've been. Too late. Recovering, recovering from a major heart operation. But why would you be going to the doctor and having these episodes for a week without telling me? I wanted to know more about what was <laughs> taking place. Before I told you, before you would freak out and panic, which is what you would do, and you kind of did. So, a lot well, of... haven't we been spending thousands of dollars on a therapist for the past six years? And uh, <laughs> that's been great showing up on this podcast. Good luck telling the rest of the story. See, I can never question anything he does. Me, I get all kinds of questions. I get all kinds of, you know... Sarah this, Sarah that. But, you know, the minute I put it back on you, it's always, I think you're gaslighting. I like like knowing more. I like having details and info before sharing it all. My listeners are going to be on my side Possibly. Good, you know. Do you ever go to the doctor without telling your spouse first? I say, no, you should have clued me in. I can handle it. That's what our therapist always says. (laughs) <laughs> you just told me that you couldn't, you you were put through the ringer over the last week. I was, so, I was. Okay, so you get this heart monitor Get the on. heart monitor. I see the heart monitor. Mm-hmm. Okay, you tell me about this. And to be honest, I'm a person most of the time when people tell me they're ill, because a lot, most of the time when people have incidents, it's like, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It rarely amounts to anything. So I thought, okay, well, he's probably got, you know, it's probably just stress induced. Stress blah, blah, or anxiety, blah. who knows. Right? Okay, so. So, so, so the following week. Uh, There were continued episodes, I would say, additional, more frequent episodes that would take place. Okay. And there were uh, probably more time, like more episodes where I would become lightheaded, never passing out. So I know I always saw you hitting that button. You were tapping the button left and right. Well, I was, I, I record, there were thousands of episodes recorded over that one week span. Wait, by the way, what mm-hmm. happened to the heart monitor? It got, uh, I Sent gave it back out. to the cardiologist and he looked at it. And it's at this point, it doesn't matter. Let's because they, they, know already, what know, it they is. already know what it okay. is. Big reveal coming through soon after the break. Um, <laughs> so that's how you do a tease and get people to insert the ad read. So the, um, so we were out walking Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, went for a nice little walk. Um, we did good 40 minute, 45 minute yep. round trip. Walk. And, and I had some, some episodes during the walk as well. Um, but then we went to the park and let KJ run around a little bit and KJ was running up and down the hill 
and he had walked past me and I was sitting in that kind of in a, on a step and that's where I tried to stand up, stood up to go get him, didn't make it to my feet because I lost consciousness. Uh, I fell, was there. You were there, fell back <laughs> to my butt. Yeah. Um, fortunately, didn't hit my head or anything like that, but um, gained regained consciousness a few seconds later and while clearly knew something was wrong because I knew I had passed out. Yeah. You went to get up. You Mm -hmm. couldn't make it all the way up. You grabbed a chair on the way back and then you fall onto this step Mm -hmm. and you're in like seated position. And yeah, your face went like a little blank and then your legs went a little stiff and I was like, okay, oh boy. So, you know, we sat there for a second. Got our bearings. Got our bearings, got up. I mean, at this point, I knew we were going into the ER. Mm -hmm. So you call your cardiologist. Obviously, he says you got to go into the ER. We go into the ER. By the way, can I just – we have to think – I'm actually impressed at how good Cedars is. Yeah, shout out five stars. Right. For a massive hospital, like, Mm -hmm. they're right on it. Like, they were – I mean, I guess they they, have a lot of experience. They were right on it, but – so we go to we go to the ER at Cedars. We wait for six hours, like everybody um, does. Uncle, in the- uh, well, we made sure that um, yeah, we we KJ go to KJ. Yeah, made sure KJ was covered. But we go to we go to Cedars. I know right away that this is a. Um, I knew this is right right away. This is a, an issue because of how quickly they moved me through the system. <laughs> yes. Well, heart stuff, obviously, they take very serious because yeah. they're they're probably worried you're having a heart attack. Well, heart, heart stuff and, um, you know, being of relatively of young age and in good health. So the so they move us, they, you know, go through, they go, th- go through, get all the tests done. They get us to a um, hospital bed, not a hospital bed, but like an ER bed. <laughs> well, I can't close the door on him. Okay, no, you have on. to be able oh, to hold on, sorry. watch him. <laughs> Try not to mess KJ, with the audio. So it, we're recording this. KJ is with us, and you know he's just. Hi, mm-hmm. sweetie. You can be on the podcast. He's just in the other room, and he's watching Coco Melon, right? So we can record a co- podcast. But we're in the podcast studio, so Dan wants to shut the door. So yeah, he you can't. Can, see he knows him. I'm like, he doors. can't he stay can, by himself. You have to see him anyway. anyway. So he, um, so we, they, they get us into the ER, and they're they have me. They're trying to run an EKG, and. And bear in mind, my uh, my medical knowledge is limited to reruns of ER uh, yeah. on, on on whatever streaming network. So, my understanding with the EKG is that it it measures a snapshot in time, but you have to press the button to actually record it. It's not like constantly running. Okay. So they would they they'd have this EKG on me, and they wouldn't be able to capture the flutter. Got it. And so I finally told the nurses, I said, I can tell you when it's going to happen. Right. It's like a magic trick. I could I could say, here it comes. So I said, just leave the EKG attached to me, and I will tell you when it's about to happen, and then you can someone can run and push the button. Yeah. Um, and that's what they did. So they were able, able to capture it. They were generally um, just uh, surprised, confused by by everything that was going on. <sighs> So they wanted to get me into stress eating. I've gained so much weight in the past week. Pretty certain the story story here is about me for the next few minutes before we talk about you. I am so fat. Go on. So they, um, what is he running? His lawnmower. Oh, his lawnmower. Okay. With the bubbles. 
So he... Um, How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to Hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. They want to get me in. They want, they're going to admit me overnight. Oh, yeah. Like but, we were there six hours. They were like, you're not leaving. Yeah. You know this, and, right? I'm like, and, okay, I'm out of here. So, I'm going they, home. They have to wait for, for a specific room. It's not an ICU, but it's, they, they, they want a specific room with the equipment or the nursing staff to, to monitor. So right. I have to chill in the emergency room. Uh, for not the act, not the waiting room, but in the, the hospital section for a good couple hours. And, you know, fortunately, uh, shout out Max, the one to watch. I watched uh, Succession the final and Barry. Barry. Yep, I watched those series finales and um, eventually got into my room around 3 a.m. Uh-huh. And, and went to bed. And uh, that was Sunday into Monday Memorial Day. And since it was a holiday... It was quiet, but they, you know, there weren't any tests that could be run. No, so, nobody. I mean, unless it was like dire emergency, nothing was being done. Yep. Yeah, so I basically was in a hospital bed for all of Memorial Day, strapped to monitors and to to keep me, uh, you know, keep me monitored. And then Tuesday, they scheduled all the different tests, the CAT scans, uh, all the different scans they needed to take. So they could figure out what was going on, and between the my primary care physician, my cardiologist, and I think it was like an electrocardiologist, they had a working theory of what the issue was, which essentially was some misfiring electricity in my heart that was creating um, 
just an irregular heart rhythm. Because we would watch on the monitor, and your heart rate would go up to 190, and yep. then it would come down to 50, and then it would go way up and way down, and you know, it's beeping nonstop. Yeah. They can't figure, they, I mean, they do kind of know what it is, but. Well, there was a series on Monday, I think, where for about 45 minutes, it, it, it was had going gone, nuts. well, it had gone into AFib, where it just was all over the place. And I just kind of sat there, and I could, I, I knew when it was ebbing and flowing, and because I could feel it in my heart. And it doesn't, not, there was no, there's nothing like a heart attack where, you know, you feel other symptoms. It's just this irregular heartbeat. And every time, I see, I'm very upset because every time I would come into the room, it would immediately go mm. up. And I actually think they should have let me be in on the surgery. Causation or correlation? <laughs> you be the judge. I could have gotten it up. Mm-hmm. Well, your mother was very sweet. Your mom said that you're just that attracted to me. Uh, they, I get your heart going. That is one way of thinking about it. <laughs> I think that yep. was it. Do you come want to come here. on the podcast, KJ? Come on, it's family podcast time. Yeah, your feet are okay. Come here. So you're, you know, you're in the, finally, for, there was a lot of debate. They were going to let you go home. Because basically they kept saying you were going to need a cardiac ablation. And, you know, this was terrifying well, no, no, to no, Google. No, 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 the, no. Somewhere, somewhere, the, this is where the game of operator took place, where you had, you, either a family member or a Google search turned into cardiac ablation. That's not, that was never talked about. But that's what you ended up having. No, I had, well, it's, it's, you were thinking about, hold on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Hold on. Hold go on. get, go get KJ, Dan. All right, Tan's going. First of all, I believe he had a cardiac ablation. Uh, he was, he's been in the hospital for the, for five days and it was the most, traumatic thing i was like i can't how is this even happening i was in complete shock in complete shock come on over you can watch tv come on over you can watch television okay hop up here with dad here all right right. so wait okay so you you that is not true that's what the nurse said she was like you're gonna have to have a cardiac ablation which is what you ended up having but you can so the the whole bit was uh they were trying to figure out what was going to be done. Um, the God, what an episode we have going on. Coco Melons in the background. There's a bubble Cro- lawnmower. Look at that cross that's, promotion. That's, a lot. that's going. So All right. the... KJ's here now. Yeah. The cardiologist who performed the uh, surgery or procedure... Um, <laughs> it's not a surgery. It was a procedure. Oh. Yeah. So... Okay. Just saying. Um she thought it was going to be an ablation where they stick a catheter uh, through your veins. They 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 entered actually two three spots, uh, one on each side of the groin, and then one on side of the of my neck, um, to identify what they what which pulmonary vein was misfiring, and they tried to induce it, uh, induce the 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 um, atrial attack tachycardia um to see which which vein was misfiring and then ablate it where they use either heat or cold to create scar tissue for to stop it from doing that mm-hmm. so that was the the procedure they thought they were going to do and that was the procedure they ended up doing so tuesday uh had all the all the tests and originally they weren't going to schedule me for this ablation 
until next Friday. Yeah, they were originally they were thinking like of sending 10 you days, home. Ten days after, but right. shout out, shout out to uh, Shoshana, <laughs> yes. Nurse Shoshana, and, and, Anna. and Anna. Shoshana was the one who, who who really pushed to make sure that this procedure was done immediately yeah. or as close to immediately as possible. Um, and I really wasn't freaking out until that one attack. Again, I happened to just walk mm-hmm. in the room and then like minutes later you'd go into like, you know, uh, like AFib or whatever because I guess you're so, you know. Super you get, attracted you to You get so mm-hmm. attracted mm-hmm. to me. Um, you rev my engines. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, but then they, at one point they brought in, I don't even know, like a nurse that overrides the other nurses yeah, it was or like, something. Yeah, it was like the, like the super nurse. Yeah, the super yeah. nurse. And that was when I was a little little like this is no i i this like enough people were pushing for it and again i appreciate the cedars was great and and the nursing staff was great and so um so they scheduled the procedure for wednesday afternoon and oh god um, four hours four hour procedure yep they put me they put me under i don't remember (laughs) like i remember getting prepped uh you know they they did have to shave a little bit of my uh uh, my my bikini zone. Um, <laughs> wow, that's the first time you've probably ever shaved. No, you had a hernia. Did they shave your yeah, I think bikini they, I think zone they had to do that. for but, a hernia? But okay. they had to shave a little bit of my bikini zone. And it was great because, you know, beach season's around the corner. <laughs> so the... You got a free uh, mm-hmm. yeah trim. Okay. So they, uh, I remember getting, you know, the, I was on, on the surgical bed and they were doing all like all the prep stuff and they put the the mask, the the anesthetic over my face, the mask, and that I like that was it. I don't remember. I remember waking up. Uh, I remember I made some jokes. I made some joke about because one of the nurses post op was her name was Katrina, and I said, "Oh, I like your band in the waves." Um, <laughs> Wait, is Katrina that like and a, the Waves, I don't the know who 80s they are. band. Weren't no, you in radio? No, Weren't I you was in so radio? young. Oh okay. my god, yeah. I'm like years younger than you. So, anyways, they laughed at that. They laughed at that joke. They thought it was pretty funny. And I, 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 I must, have, I must have put on a good enough front post op because the surgeon, as she was telling me what took place in the in the procedure, um, the next day when we had talked. Uh, she's like, do you remember anything we talked about after the surgery? I'm like, I have no idea what we talked about. She goes, you seemed pretty with it. I said, oh, I put on a good front. So, um, Close that door now because yeah. we can hear the well, lawnmower. Can you hear? I'll hold your mic. Yeah. All right. Okay. There we go. There. So Everybody listening. They get they're back. trying to get the scoop on you, and there's like 18 million oh, there's background There's a lot going noises. on. It's so like, I end up, I end up uh, we get back into the room probably around 8 or so. And at that point, what I remember, I remember scarfing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. I remember scarfing the um, dried mangoes you had brought for me. (laughs) And it was miserable, though, because they had to check my blood pressure every hour. So they basically, they had left, and it was on a timer, so they had left the, um, uh, the blood pressure wrap around my arm. Every hour on the hour, it would go off. I was sleeping upright because I think they needed to just kind of keep me upright. I had these these bandages on my groin because of the of the catheters, and it was miserable. So I I didn't sleep very well that night. And at one point during the night, the heart monitor battery, um, the backup out. battery, conked out. And 
it went off like, and I was dozing off. I was dozing off at that point when it went off. And I turned to the monitor and I thought to myself, am I flatlining? <laughs> is this is this what happens? You're so, um, you're so crazy. Well, when you're... You're not when conscious you're, of that. Well, how do you know? How, have you ever flatlined before? No, thank God. Yeah. I don't plan to. No. So anyways. Um, so you, you have this ablation. You are now on format. I mean, you're really on, giving us a lot of detail. <laughs> you so, like, didn't well, realize you wanted to go into it. My no, God, you're I, giving I think us people a lot need, of detail. I, I think awareness, people need to know what's going on, right? So Okay. Okay. Um, so anyways. Let me just let him take the, the stage here. All right. So. Um, he loves thir- the mic. Spent, spent most of Thursday, you know, just Thursday was recovering. Um, was didn't feel great, of course, um, but we were able to push and and get me discharged that evening, which was good. Um, and now post op, post op, I'm uh, recovering, and I'm on several medications. I'm on a beta blocker, uh, a blood thinner, and an anti stomach acid pill because we don't want um, stomach acid to erupt to hit any of the ablations because that while the procedure was successful they weren't able to induce the atrial tachycardia they were able to get it and it quickly degenerated into afib so what they had to do was ablate all four pulmonary veins uh to ensure that they had an idea which one it was but rather than Guess they decided to do all four. I, I mean, which I, I'm not sure if it was buy one get one or <laughs> three and the fourth is you know th- three and the fourth is free, but we'll find out when the bill comes. I know. I'm really curious about the bill. I think it's going to be steep. I'll see what it, your insurance covers. You've been in the hospital. You were in the hospital for five days. Mm-hmm. Um, there goes Christmas vacation. Oh no, we're going mm-hmm. on vacation. Mm-hmm. I need a vacation after this, mm-hmm. and I want a pair of Chanel earrings just to be through the torture. <laughs> Back I to mean, you. Oh my God, I was so stressed out. It was awful. Like, I couldn't even believe. Why did this happen to you? You're so young. You're it's in your a, it's early a, 40s it's and a, you're in good shape. You're, ve- you're not a vegan anymore. You're a pescatarian. It's, it's a fluky thing. It, you know, the, this sort of uh, arrhythmia is common, or when I say common, it can occur just randomly. You know, you see or hear about professional athletes who have uh, irregular heart rhythm. Um, and, and these are some of the, you know, most healthiest individuals in the world. Yeah, I'm um, curious. Our listeners are the best. So they always give me a lot of feedback. So, you know, it's funny because I'd never heard of a cardiac ablation until you have one. And then a lot of people come out of the woodwork, like extended family, friends. And my Uncle George, mm-hmm. our Uncle George, he had one. And he made me feel better, too, because he said basically three days after he was out on a hot date in Stanford, Connecticut with a guy. Um, we, we don't need to go down. I mean, as it's Pride Month, and I'm supportive of all lifestyles and... and, and uh, but, I, but he's like seven... I mean, he was like 69 when he had it. And mm-hmm. I mean, three days later, right back on he a hot was date, right know? out on there on the on apps. The prowl. Like, he well, really... It didn't even slow him my, down. My, so. uh, my apps out. I know. So I figured, you know, I mean... Yep. Well, what I'm saying is, I think we can have hot sex now. I don't know what you're waiting for. It's all about you. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, but I'm curious from listeners that their spouses have had it. Um, you know, do you ever need anything? Because they're basically like, does it ever recur again, or is everything good? Because a lot of people say to me, once 
after you've had it and you have this ablation, like that's it. You don't need anything else. So that's I'm the praying. hope. The hope is that it, it's done it the first time. There, there is a risk or potential of having to do it again. Um, and hold on, he's. Where's your to... phone? Where's my phone? Well, my... Your toenails. Okay. And your toenails need to be clipped. Sorry, yeah. I know, but your toenails are long, and mommy's yeah. got to do your toenails. So. Hold on, we gotta kill this volume. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Sorry. No. So, uh, you know, very scary. I wanted to update our listeners. Thank God. I mean, you look better than ever. Are you feeling better? I am on the road to recovery. You know, between anesthesia and um, the uh, beta blockers, that's. Um, I'm, I'm low energy at the moment, but. You are. I'm feeling. I'm. I'm. It will take a couple days. Oh, this KJ, is KJ. KJ, Daddy's home. Why you don't have a three-man booth? Uh, hey. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let's go get him back on TV. Hold yeah, come on. Come here. Let's okay, go watch. You're... You go talk about yourself for a moment. Oh, no problem. Well, actually, good. I can thank some sponsors. Well, yeah, speaking of too. medical, all right. Oh my God, what a stressful week, you guys. And he, okay, he makes it sound like it's all about me. I'm sorry. You know. Uh, everybody who is listening to this, who has had their significant other go through something medically or yourself, I mean, your your mind goes to the worst place. I'm like, I'm out here in California. Thank God Dan's brother lives out here. So he was able to help us. I mean, shout out to Uncle Mike and, you know, our amazing, you know, so many people that are in our lives that were able to take KJ. But, you know, it, it is for the oftentimes these things are more stressful, stressful for the spouses than they are for the person having it. Right. Am I wrong? The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> you will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. All right, let's thank two sponsors, and then Schman will come back and and give everybody the final wrap-up here. Uh, Boston Hernia, bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. Oh, my God, you speak of medical things. Thank God. We, we've had incredible... I didn't have... I, uh, they weren't my surgeons when I had my hernia, but I wish they were. <laughs> I know, I know. Boston Hernia. I know. I'm telling you. They're the best. They're they're in the top 10 hernia doctors in the country because they specialize in four different types of hernia. You, you should never... I wish we had known them because you should never get hernia surgery without them seeing you or they and they do virtual calls they they uh they sound like they know what they're doing they're unbelievable and uh they are known for if you um do not want to use heavy narcotics after their surgeries are so good so you know fine and detailed that most people only need ibuprofen and tylenol after so if you're worried about taking heavy narcotics or you've had an addiction issue in the past they completely work with you they take all insurance um and a lot of times people do not need hernias and they just, they get a hernia surgery because they are misdiagnosed. And the other thing which happened to you is most, 25% of all men will have a hernia in their lifetime. Most men are just referred to a general surgeon who does their hernia surgery. And her, did you know hernia surgery is one of the number one surgeries that ends up in chronic pain? Because general surgeons don't, they're not specialized. So hmm. They don't do it correctly sometimes. Got to go to the experts. Ex- BostonHernia.com slash TSFS. I love them. Me too. I know. Come. Yeah, well, they'll give you another bikini shave, God forbid. We're, we're not getting another incident. No, we're so, uh, we're going to stay out of the hospital for a while. Oh, God, please. You're So you're tired. Thank God you're home. You're recovering. What if your doctor said any special instructions, like anything we're supposed what, to do? Just monitor for certain symptoms. Like, you know, the, 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 the big concern are blood clots, but uh, uh, monitor that, rest, um, but they said after a couple of days, you can resume normal activities. So that's a wild thing. I mean, it's, it's, I know. it's, um, uh, I am, I'm feeling better. I have like the day after the procedure, there were some moments where I would feel the heart like start to flutter, but it would never, it would never skyrocket in, in, uh, beats per minute. Um, I mean, right now my, my heart rate is, you know, in the 60s where it's usually, um, you know, athlete level. Uh, so. Oh, all right. So I feel I feel pretty good. I mean, it's 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 still one of those things that is scary because I there know. was a. Were you a, scared? Were oh, you as scared as I absolutely. was? Absolutely. There. I mean, I think it was. I wasn't scared until that head nurse. No, came I think in, it was Monday. I, was I, I knew it was between like the attention the nurses were were great. They had given me a lot of attention. I knew, like, you know, post op, they had moved the rotation around. So the nurse who was watching me overnight, I was one of three patients, not one of four. So that, I mean, like, it's these are all things that they're they're concerned about, and you, you know, you can see the attention or panic that you're getting. I mean, I, I did get compliments of being a great patient, which you know. <laughs> 
guy. Just because I was nice and and. Well, and, you had one other guy. I mean, we don't know. You could hear him across the room. Poor thing. I mean, he sounded like he was in pain. But he he, every a, time the nurse. God damn it, <laughs> mother. Yeah, he he was. He was not happy to be there. He was no, and he wasn't very pleasant. And what would he say to the nurses? You're hurting me. Yeah, so he was. He was. But he was not the nurses. I needed hazard pay dealing with him. Yeah, he was. But um, poor thing. Hopefully. No, I was. I, it, it, you know, when you're sitting there in a hospital bed, uh, you by yourself, Monday, you know, oh. at late at night, and you can't sleep. There's nothing but like what your mind can raise to. Yeah. So know. you know, it was, I, was I know. Sad. Believe me, I was like, I cannot be without you. I mean, you cannot die until our kids are grown. Like you just can't. You have I'm to. Not planning on it. I know. And I was like, I can't get back on dating apps and stuff. Like, you know, I mean. I mean, you could. <laughs> and you probably would. <laughs> Honey, I would not. I would, no. I don't, I love you so much. Everybody knows this. I'm like, you're the love of my life. I could not. It, I, it took me six years to fall in love with you. Are you kidding? After all that? Like, I mean, I you can't go anywhere. Mm. It was so scary. I don't ever anticipate anything happening to you. And that was just frightening beyond I got to the hot, that one day. We were sitting in there in your room. I couldn't stop crying. I was so sad. It was like I, I couldn't even because you're you're right. You're like you can't help but your mind goes to like the worst place. Like it's so hard to stay positive, mm-hmm. isn't it? Even though, you know, they were positive, but it's it's the doctors, the mm-hmm. staff, but it's just so hard, isn't it? It is. It I know. Was. And then every morning, KJ would get up and he would go, "Dada, Dada." He'd look around and oh, that like broke my heart. It was so emotional. And also, I had to get out of bed early to get him. I know you. Very... The, the real, <laughs> the real <laughs> tragedy, tragedy of all this was you had to do the morning routines oh. for him, which are usually my responsibility. I, look, the bottom line is, I say it all the time on this. You, you are the greatest thing that ever happened oh. to me. You make my life so much better. Oh. I couldn't do it without you, and I, I can't. So I pray this is just like minor bump in the road. And and I, I feel like you already look and seem better because it was interesting the day you kind of had that pass out. You didn't seem like like yourself at like the soccer game you just seemed lower energy you didn't seem like as engaged I don't know you seemed off but I, I figured you were just really fatigued well that, well the the reality is with the afib um which which my heart had gone into several times prior to and I suspect they probably did during that weekend where I had a, a soccer tournament and three games and is that um the it, it, even if you're not doing anything, just the heart beating that rapidly and inconsistently is fatiguing. Yeah. And um, the the hardest part throughout, you know, prior to going to the hospital is whenever I would have these episodes, I would try and calm myself. At first, like at first, I thought it was, these were panic attacks, and I would take, oh, I would take, try to take deep breaths to calm myself, but the deep breath would actually initiate the atrial attack right so like like i could take a deep breath and then i could feel my heart race immediately afterwards so i would almost take half a deep breath to try to calm myself or you know there's like little little tricks like you know you touch your fingers together to like you know like how like if you're meditating or taking deep breaths and that's a that that will help trigger you know a calm calm response i nothing nothing would slow my had you ever had a panic attack before this no okay so, but I, 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 I don't believe, you know, after now knowing what I was going through, these weren't panic attacks. They were just, they were these atrial tachycardias that would either subside or, or degenerate into AFib. 
Okay, people have said this to me, and even though I'm, I was a little upset that you went to a cardiologist without telling me first, mm-hmm. but people in my life have said to me, wow, I can't believe he actually called a doctor, because a lot of people feel like men especially, I guess maybe it's a stereotype, maybe it's true, but a lot of men don't go to the doctor, they don't want to go to the doctor, a lot of people in general don't want to go to the doctor. So people are impressed that you, in our oh, lives- I'm an impressive man. <laughs> But maybe you could leave people with like some, you know, why did you, I guess you've always kind of taken care of yourself. Any, any words of reflection well, on there, taking care nothing, of yourself and there's calling nothing, a doctor? There's nothing like manly or masculine about, oh, I'm just going to live with this. No, it's like, it's frankly, it's irresponsible if you don't check on it. It's, it's, you owe it to yourself and your family. You got to make sure that you're healthy um, or one is healthy because, it, you know, your life impacts other people. So I, I knew something, you know, I'm, uh, I'm attuned to my body, you know, <laughs> as a, as a finely t- tuned or trained athlete, I'm attuned to all these things. So I knew something was wrong. I just, like, I just, I just, I said, this is yeah. not, this is not normal, of why this is happening. Mm-hmm. So I, I figure, and I'm also a man of, of science. So I knew that I was going to, you know, I'd try to try to see if this was consistent for a few days before I would go see a doctor because I didn't want to just pop in for you know, no reason. Um, so I, you know, I, I kept track of things and I knew something was, was wrong. Um, clearly not as wrong as I knew it was to be. Yeah, but, right, right. It was a little more extreme than we yeah. thought, but... Yeah, so... <sighs> well, I am so glad you're okay. Thank you for sharing this story. I mean, you really had a lot to say. You were quite chatty. Well, I want to make sure... You know, we're trying to get a ratings bump here, so... <laughs> well, I guess you're on it. Here's Down- a ra- here's Download, a ra- delete, re-download. Here's a ratings yeah. bump for you. I, you know, have you ever thought about it? Do you think it's the vaccine? No. <laughs> no. That was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, like, I'm a comedian, too. You are? You know, I mean, I just, yeah, okay. I just did a TV shoot yesterday. They introduced me as a comedian the entire time. Well, they didn't really do their research, did they? <laughs> okay. It was a joke. He gets very offended, you know. Obviously. We're okay. We believe in science. Yeah. And, you know, anyway. <laughs> You're funny. What? All right. Well, I'm just, you know, people might have that question, so I just wanted to rule it out. You know, I ask everything on the Sarah Fraser show. You do. You leave no turn. Go there. No turn. (laughs) No no stone unturned. Schman, I love you so much. Does this mean as you do more now to just be centered in your life and relaxed, does this mean we can expect more appearances on the podcast? Because you are a little bit of a chatty Kathy. You need to talk to my representation. Oh, okay. And we'll consider it. All right. Well, that's me. So, yeah, you're going to be booked and busy on this show. I love you. I love you so too. So glad you're okay. Are you gonna ask where you can where people can follow where me? Where can they follow you? Nowhere. <laughs> I want to smooch. I want to kiss. <laughs> That's what I see. He thinks professional. No, we're unprofessional on this okay, show. Clearly. I, yeah, exactly. Okay. I wanted to smooch. Oh, thanks for the smooch. <laughs> all right, uh, you guys. There is the full story. Love you so much. Brand new episodes all this week. I mean, tomorrow I have to talk about the curious case of Natalia. Ooh. The um. You know, psycho the, little, the psycho dwarf. little person. Yeah, yeah. That, that was she six years old or twenty two years old? We know she was twenty two years old. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Isn't that what the whole case was? Well, I 
Yeah, I think she, yeah, no, I think we do know she was older, but okay. was the family actually kind of abusive to her? It's it's a whole thing. So it's really, I can't wait to, really, I can't wait to knock out those episodes. It's way too long, though. We've been watching it on Discovery ID. It's like, wait, it's like nine episodes. I'm just going to, no I might just read an article. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it, but I'm telling you right now, well, it's you're so dedicated. freaking long. You're dedicated to your, uh, your craft. All right. 